0: Hello and welcome to Mikey Pod, episode 244 for December 25th, 2017. Today's guest, oh, uh, happy Mary, if you're into that, Mary... Today's guest is filmmaker and YouTuber Chris Hines, and I am your host, Michael Heron. I'm a composer, pianist, electronic musician, storyteller, and activist based in New York City, and as such, I have some pretty diverse takes in things. So on this podcast, you could hear guests ranging from activists to musicians to pastors to authors, whatever else strikes my fancy. I've been sending this podcast to your ears for a little over 11 years. If you'd like to know more about me, stop by my website at michaelheron.com, hit me up on social media everywhere as at Michael. Heron, leave a voicemail at 347-460-1753 or email MikeyPod at gmail.com. And just in case you don't already know, um, if you go to MikeyPod.com on the right-hand sidebar, there are a bunch of bright, colorful buttons you can click if you want to subscribe to this podcast. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, a bunch of different places. So I'd love for you to do that and stay on top of things. I'm going to keep this thing going every week. Um, I should jump in right now and apologize to my patrons. Typically, I have this podcast up a few days early for you, and I didn't do that this week. Um, So my apologies. Uh, Next week, ooh, next week is gonna be weird. It could happen though <laughs> anyway, uh yes, it's Christmas. I don't even know what to say about that. Christmas is like it's fine it's a It's a holiday for not single people and people with like immediate families nearby and not vegans. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to get too into it. Uh, yeah. So that's it. It's Christmas. Actually, It's great. Later, I'm going to see a movie with my friend. I'm recording this podcast today. I'm going to hang out with at another friend's house, who um, assured me there won't be any dead bodies on the table, which makes me glad. It's just an odd like Christmas. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't have a like a like a family. Family like that. I live with. Like, I don't have a partner or boyfriend or a kid or anything like that. So. People I, I don't know. I feel like this is a holiday for like for all y'all. That's great. Enjoy. It doesn't bum me out like it used to. It doesn't feel great, but it's just one of those things, like <sighs> perpetual singlehood. Like there are certain things that you're just like, okay, that's a thing that's for those people that aren't <laughs> uh, forever what are they called? Quirky alone? Quirky quirky alones? My friend Chris Daly he used to tell me that it's quirky, quirky alone. I think it's something like that. It's just, you know, uh, it's fine. I feel much better when all the holidays are over. I'll say that. So, yes, if you always, if you like this always free podcast or the many other things I create, tell a friend, leave a review, like, subscribe, all of those things. And especially, I'd love your support at Patreon.com slash Michael Heron. Where you can get access to all kinds of cool stuff in exchange for as little as a dollar a month. I'd love to connect with you there, and I'd love your help in covering the expenses for this podcast and this always free podcast and the other content I create everywhere. Like on YouTube, I put up a video on YouTube um, from the summer, um, my time at. So okay, so this is great. I'm happy. I'm saying this. It looks like we're going back into the talking part of the show. The thing that's great about being single is that I was able to be like pick up and take a road trip for the entire summer. Completely unattached to anyone, and it was amazing. I love being single for reasons like that. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> there we go. And speaking of Patreon and all of that stuff, what a great year! I've had a really good year. Like I'm, I am feeling like the holiday low spirits, but I'm also feeling super grateful about everything I accomplished this year. I went on tour with my solo show, went to five different cities, and I traveled the entire summer. So that's okay. Like a lot happened. I did my show some more times in New York and um, I'm building up a following for my creative work. And that's really, really amazing. So I feel very satisfied about that. All right. I just didn't want to be all bummed out completely. Uh, so enough about me and that stuff. Today's guest is Chris Hines, who is working on a film about vegan musicians. He has a really successful YouTube channel. He just did a uh, 24-hour live stream to raise money for the Sale Ranch Sanctuary. What a guy. I'm super excited to talk to him. We had a great conversation. And um, first, I'd like to listen to one of my favorite holiday songs. This is Count Your Blessings. It's written by Jane Sibbery, but it's performed live here uh, and sung with Holly Cole, Rebecca Jenkins, Mary Margaret O'Hara, Victoria Williams, and of course, Jane Sibri. Ignore that noise that you just heard. What is it? this desk? is like, oh my God. <laughs> I have my computer on this desk. I just realized it's like, I didn't put it back together very well when I moved. Anyway, that's all right. I think everything's probably going to be fine. It seems solid. Just a little slidey. Slidey. That's a construction talk. Uh, yeah. Here's the song, Count Your Blessings. And after this, my interview with Chris Hines.
1: Count your blessings one by one
0: Chris Hines is joining me now on the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Chris Hines.
2: Thank you very much. I'm honored to, to have been invited. This is awesome. Uh,
0: I love, like, uh, I just feel super excited about just everything vegany, especially YouTube. You've got me, like, pumped about YouTube. But yeah. I, I should mention, uh, I already introduced you earlier in the show or, or said who you were, but... Um, uh, mainly, Chris and I met. I guess was it a month ago that you came to New
2: York? Was um, uh, my life's been a blur recently. Uh, yeah, okay. I think it was some mid yeah, like kind of mid November, I think, middle beginning of November.
0: Yeah. So yeah. you posted in the Vegans of New York uh, Facebook page saying oh, you're looking for you know vegan musicians, and I was like, oh, I'll put my name. Maybe maybe it'll do me because you're making this film, <laughs> and then you sent me a message. I was so excited, um, and I got interviewed for your documentary that you're working on taking taking note is the title of yeah. it. yeah
2: I, right? well, I, I saw what you were doing and i was just like this sounds like a really awesome project because i mean as well as looking for kind of you know the, the big names of you know kind of well-known musicians i really wanted to kind of dive in and speak to some people that were musicians that were doing something a bit kind of unique and different and when i like heard about the animal show i was like this is such a cool idea i love this i've I've not seen anyone do this so (laughs) i love it what if what if
0: my secret plan was to just get you to talk about me on this podcast
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's fine i'll just pick you up for the whole time it's fine
0: (laughs) so the film tell us about what uh what the documentary is
2: yeah so basically it's, it's called taking note um So it's based on the fact that I went vegan because of music. So I listened to a band. This was back in, God, what, 2002 called Goldfinger. They're like a ska punk band fronted by a guy called John Feldman, who's now a huge music producer. He works with like um, Blink-182, Panic at the Disco, did like Ashley Simpson, that kind of stuff. Um, But there was, um, yeah, there was an album called Open Your Eyes, and it had a lot of animal rights-based songs on there. And what it also contained was a video called – Yeah, meet your meat. Uh, So I watched this video, and it was kind of a combination of factory farm footage, a bit of kind of animals in laboratories, and all this kind of stuff. And it had this song over the top um, called Free Me, which was just John Feldman singing. And the whole thing just really affected me. Like, I was so kind of taken back by this video and so shocked by the images that I'd seen that um, immediately after I'd watched it, and I watched it with a couple of friends. Uh, immediately I was like, Oh my God, I, I can't eat meat anymore. I, I can't do this. And I, I instantly said, I'm going to go vegetarian. And my two friends I was with also said they were going to go vegetarian at the time. Um, uh, they ended up not being vegetarian. A few <laughs> <laughs> down the line, But I, I carried it on and, um, So, yeah, so that kind of kickstarted me into learning about kind of the world of animal rights and what was going on. I I didn't really know anything about the dairy industry for many, many years afterwards. In fact, like 15 years afterwards, I kind of uh, decided to jump into veganism. It was something that uh, veganism was something I was always kind of aware of and always kind of interested in. But I didn't know any vegans to really kind of tell me anything. I knew one guy who lived up country, um, and I'd, I'd see him very rarely. So, you know, it, I kind of feel that if I'd known all this information like 15 years prior, I would have gone vegan probably immediately. I mean, I even watched Earthlings not long after I went vegetarian, but I just didn't attach to the, the dairy side. It was like, because it was so overwhelming, you know, there was so much on Earthlings, it was so hard to take in. Yeah. Um, I kind of felt like I was doing everything that I needed to do. And I had that weird kind of, um, you know, thing where I thought, you know, I didn't I didn't see a problem with dairy. I, didn't, I thought it was just fine. I thought cows just produce milk, you know, like, the, like everyone does. The thing that really annoys me more than anything is like probably a month or so after I watched that Meet Your Meat video, I actually met John Feldman from Goldfinger at a festival and he gave me a Why Vegan leaflet, which I've got actually in front of me. I can see it right now. Uh, and he signed it and I didn't read it because I already thought that I was doing enough. I didn't think there was anything in there that, that I wasn't already doing, um, which was so irritating because if I'd read that leaflet, <laughs> maybe I would have gone vegan 15 years you know, quicker than I did. So yeah so because basically music influenced me in such a big way i mean i was influenced by other bands along the journey as well people like propaganda were singing a lot about animal rights um strangely even the band no effects they actually released an album called liberal animation which was actually a lot of songs about anti-vegan songs but the cover of it was actually some pigs uh eating a human corpse and i had that as a poster on my wall uh you know because i thought it was like animal rights but they were actually kind of singing the opposite on the album. But um, yeah, because music influenced me so much, I was kind of interested in learning about how music has influenced veganism and how veganism has influenced the music itself. Uh, and, you know, why these bands, you know, what inspired them? Uh, why did they want to put a Meet Your Meat video on their album? You know, um, and kind of, you know, because it's, it's like the new protest music. We've had people in the, you know, people like Bob Dylan and, you know, the Machine, always kind of people singing about you know, political issues and stuff throughout the years. And now we've got people singing about animal rights. And I think it's a really interesting subject that I kind of wanted to dive into. And so, yeah, it started as a funny little project at a music festival one day where I just, just was getting bored of interviewing bands about the same old rubbish and decided that there's some vegans I thought I'll ask them about that. And it just kind of snowballed into this huge project that I've now got 85 people on and as I've, we've had funding for, and I've managed to travel to America and, um, yeah, it's become quite overwhelming. Um, (laughs) but I'm really, really excited about it. Um, everyone seems so excited about it, which is kind of hypes me up. Everyone I speak to about It's so passionate about it. And, um, yeah, I I can't just wait to show the world. Really, um, yeah, I've kind of lost. I've said I've said a lot there, so feel free to.
0: No, that's great. Like <laughs> now I have like I like checking off the questions I had to ask you. Oh, good, <laughs> covered, covered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay cool, cool. yeah what um
0: you you have a, some like names in this right like there's cat Von d you, did
2: you talk to moby too yes. we, we yeah we we interviewed Moby originally we went to uh we actually had dinner with him at little pine in in Los Angeles, which was crazy uh and then we went to his house and interviewed him in his garden, uh so yeah, real surreal moments um but yeah, Moby was awesome, he's such a passionate guy um and yeah just really really great interview and i I'm really excited about his interview in particular he said some some real kind of deep stuff and you know, it's just the fact that I mean, one of the things he said which I thought was amazing where if you know if he could pick between activism and his music, he would pick activism and quit music in a heartbeat he's that oh, passionate about it wow. Obviously, someone who's that big in music, you know you would think it'd be a difficult choice, but not for moby no and then obviously we've got uh people like uh Andy Hurley from Fallout boy on there we 've got the Veronicas um like you said we've got kat von d uh tony canal from no doubt uh john five who was the guitarist for marilyn manson now the guitarist for rob zombie um the list goes on i mean we've got everyone from kind of you know more kind of uh viral vegan stars people like um gray who did the vegan thanksgiving song that went viral like last oh, yeah, yeah so he's yeah he's on board and then you know we've got um kind of bigger kind of UK artists, people like um Ender shikari Gabrielle Aplin, um people like that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and then we've got um people that might not be so well known, but they've just got incredible stories. Like one uh particular uh woman, um Amy Davis, she runs the LA Animal Save. Uh she was oh, actually yeah, I love was, her. Yeah, she was a finalist on American Idol. And um She's gone from being this sweet Louisiana girl singing kind of country music to one of the most hardworking, passionate, incredible activists I've ever had the pleasure to meet. Um, She is an absolute hero in my eyes. she permanently at slaughterhouses and organising demos and film showings. I mean, she even went into a cow slaughterhouse not long ago, went in. Uh, with you know she arranged it with a storehouse watched the entire process of cows being slaughtered um just so she could strengthen her advocacy and tell people more about it. i mean like she's she's hardcore and um yeah i've got so so much love for her another guy who i um really got a lot of passion for as well. There's another guy called Danny Howell. Uh, he's been so enthusiastic for this documentary. He's a kind of house tech DJ. He's actually, he's actually a fairly big name in that scene, but he's like permanently going to saves all over the place, going to demos, like just, you know, using his platform as a musician to, to get the word out. He's, he's nonstop. Like every time I try and bring him, he's at an event. And yeah, that, those guys are, are just uh, absolutely in- incredible. I mean, to be honest, like every single person I've spoken to during this is just been such an inspiration to me in all different ways. Like, you know, everyone's got their own thing that they do, whether it be on the street activism, or they're trying to do something like yourself, like you know, a completely new way of you know doing like a multimedia show, or some people are doing you know talks about health, or or whatever or just doing online stuff but it's just so it's been so nice to just speak to so many people who give a shit <laughs> yeah yeah um but, and that just care so much and that are really using their platform for for good um yeah it's has been incredible
0: uh so you you have a youtube channel yes um did you have any like video or filmmaking experience before that or in addition to that or are you just like did you
2: just jump into making this film okay. well not officially so basically i mean uh i run a so i run a music magazine called hit the floor which i've run since 2010 and you know during that time we've done a, lo- a lot of filming you know we do a lot of band interviews we've done like live videos you know of bands we've, we've made music videos so as far as kind of filming is concerned we've got a bit of back experience in that kind of aspect of things mm-hmm. when it's actually making documentaries uh the only documentary that i've ever made <laughs> um which is kind of a strange story and um yeah i, I must say it, it was pre-vegan days because I, I ended up it was actually in a safari park uh, mm-hmm. I, don't if, I don't know if you're familiar being a a new yorker of the the rock star andrew wk
0: uh yeah i can't remember why i know that guy but i do
2: yeah, so he's basically known as the god of partying. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's just this crazy party animal. All his songs are about uh, partying. He's like known as one of the most positive rock stars ever. You know, everything he says is so inspirational. Uh, I- I've always been a-, a huge, huge fan of him. And good few years. I'm trying to remember when it was. Now, God, it must have been. God, I, I don't remember. But yeah. Pre-vegan days, um, he was playing a gig in the grounds of a safari park. There was like a big field near the safari park and there was a uh, a festival there. And I kind of came up with this idea of, let's take Andrew WK around the safari park and he can talk about how awesome the animals are and like, you know, how much they party and stuff. Um, (laughs) It's a really nice feature kind of thing. Obviously, you know, I was still really pro-animal kind of thing. Um, Yeah, and... So we, we took him around the safari park and he had this kind of weird, um, I don't know what, like a weird breakdown. And he ended up kind of wanting to more kill the animals than like the animals. Um, it's a really, I don't even know how to describe it. it is, it's, yeah, it's like he had some sort of weird acid trip where at one point he wanted to like, Gouged rhinos' eyes out, and the next minute, you know, he saw the drafts, and he would love the drafts. They'd be like the most amazing creatures. One minute, he'd want to concrete the entire world, and then the next minute, he'd be talking about how we need to respect all living beings, even bugs. It was just this, it was the weirdest day of my entire life, basically. And we captured it on film, and it was terribly filmed. It was actually filmed by a friend of mine called Steph, who'd never filmed anything in her life. I just gave her a camera and said, Hold this. and my- <laughs> And my friend Nick, who had a DSLR, which um, the white balance wasn't even set on it. So um, it was all really badly filmed. And somehow we edited it and got it into Cannes Film Festival Short Film Corner. And now we've got a distribution deal through Troma, who do um, the Toxic Avenger. Um, so I've made a kind of documentary by accident, um, which was terribly filmed, and <laughs> somehow got into Cannes, Um but as far as that, then no, this is the only project of this scale I have ever partied. <laughs> and it's been a huge, huge learning curve. And um, this will be my kind of, um, I don't know, my uh, kind of making up for making the last one in, the, in a safari park. Even though when it was released, the other one, because we'd already re- like kind of, I, I've just gone vegan. And I was very aware when I released it. I was like, oh, I've kind of gone vegan now. I feel bad about releasing this film but i showed it to a few friends of mine who were vegan and they actually said actually don't worry about it like no animals are actually being harmed and i actually made it really animal friendly like the overall message of the film is that we should respect all animals and all animals are incredible and all this kind of stuff so i really tried to hammer that in on the end to make to kind of make it better but um yeah so this is the basically the the biggest project I've ever partaken in, and it's been a huge learning curve. Um, you know, we've bought new equipment. You know, we've just had to do everything so much more professionally because we you know we know we've only got one shot to get these things. So um, yeah, I kind of feel like I've spoken a lot there. So um, feel free to.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. I've been like uh, looking things up as you talk about them. <laughs> oh, okay. <fair> enough. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking at uh, the IMDb page for it's Andrew WK Party Safari. Yeah, that
2: is the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I'm gonna have to check this
2: out. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you. I'll send you a private link for it. But um, yeah, I mean, if anyone wants to check it out, I mean, like, like I said, it was it's, it's filmed in a safari park, but like, no animals are harmed during this. It's just Andrew being really weird. It, it, to be honest, the film's more about him than the animals. It's more about his crazy brain melting um, during this trip, uh, whatever was happening. Um, uh, yeah, so that th- there's nothing to worry about. I wouldn't have released it if there was any animal was getting yeah
0: <laughs> uh oh my god let's talk about um the live stream you just did because that was pretty brilliant you did a 24-hour live stream on youtube to raise money for an animal sanctuary yes, um, yeah. how i guess were there 24 guests or maybe 22 you had it a-
2: um I, it was well to be honest i mean there was extra people that kept popping on so there's probably actually more than 24 because we had um a few kind of a close kind of you know, friends that have got YouTube channels as well that would hop on every now and then just to help fill time and everything. So, I mean, I don't know, probably all together we maybe had maybe up to 30 people potentially. That's amazing. Which, yeah. Sorry, okay. Sorry, it, on. what were you going to say?
0: Uh, in retrospect, like how how do you feel about the whole thing? Did, I mean, it seemed like a success from this side.
2: Oh, uh, over more than overwhelmed. Um, we were expecting to struggle to make a thousand dollars and we made nearly three thousand. And, um, the pure generosity of the vegan community was just amazing. Um, it was so, so touching. And, and just the fact that I've been to this sanctuary myself, like Sail Ranch Sanctuary in Temecula, I've met Jen who runs the sanctuary. I've learned about all the animals and I know how much difference that money will make. Uh, and it was, yeah, I was really really touched by the entire thing and it was it was just it was a really good moment not just for not just for raising money for the sanctuary but also in just bringing the vegan community online together as well there was you know so many people gave up their time to to help this small little sanctuary in you know in Temecula not you know no, no one big we got people like Gentle Barn and stuff which are huge everyone knows about them someone like someone like Sale Ranch is pretty off the radar but they are doing some really incredible things you know and they it's you know Jen who runs it is an absolute hero like the pure passion and work she puts into these animals that are literally on death's bed a lot of the time when she receives them is just incredible um, so it was just amazing in you know, raising money for that and bringing the vegan community together and seeing how, I don't know, just everyone seems so hyped from it. Everyone wanted to start doing collaborations with each other and like, you know, trying to like work harder to do things. And it seems like it's, it's, made, it's kind of got a ripple effect. It's not just going to affect these animals anymore in this sanctuary. I think everyone's so enthusiastic now that people are going to start making more videos. They're going to start doing more activism. And it means it's going to affect other animals outside of just sale ranch, um, which is really exciting. And um, yeah, so o- overall um, I couldn't have even dreamed that it would have gone as well as it did. And I've got to give a big shout out to, to Tim who, who i ran it with who's an absolute legend i couldn't have done it without him and um yeah it was a, a great honor to uh to have partaken and you know yeah it was brilliant and, and thanks also to yourself
0: oh for, for sure but yeah it was like with everything i'm so like oh my god you're asking me of course yeah i love to do this <laughs> yeah it was yeah, really great and you inspired me i put a youtube video up today
2: well there we go see this is what i mean like yeah the- effect already is happening yeah everyone is so ready to go ready to do stuff even with myself like you know, once i did that live stream i was like right i gotta go out and do more and you know i went straight out and did um i went to uh slaughterhouse save um and then one day and then i went out and did some activism at um uh, christmas market we did a kind of earthlings experience thing there like and that was all from the hype of doing that live stream. I was so inspired to get out and do more activism. So, yeah, just really great result all round, and um, just yeah, so happy that we we've done done that and and managed to help the animals for it.
0: Yeah, so cool. It, it was really really great, and um, yeah, it it's inspiring. It's in terms of fundraising too, because you know, like when I was watching it, there weren't ever like a ton of people watching, but. There were people like the whole time, like uh, interacting in the chat room and yeah. you know, throwing money. It was great. It was really, really cool yeah. to see. I mean, it's,
2: it's the first time. Well, it's the first I know of. Anyway, we've heard there might have been another one, but oh, it's first actually in, the, in in the vegan sphere, I think the first ever, you know, twenty four hour live stream to to have happened. Uh, we don't know of anyone else doing doing one. So, I mean, hopefully, it sets uh, the precedent for more people to do do it as well, and maybe we'll see the YouTube community doing more fundraising and, you know, and, you know, because we've all all got these platforms that we can utilize and all these people that tune into our content and stuff. And it's great just to be able to bring all those people in, uh, you know, for a really worthy cause and kind of, you know, make the most of it. I mean, we can make videos and stuff and that can influence people, which is great. But I think sometimes it's really nice to be able to do something really direct, something that we know that money is going directly to animals that need us. Because that's a pretty rewarding thing to do, I think.
0: Yeah, 100%. I love it. I hate to do it, but it's about time for us to wrap this thing up. Okay, yeah, no worries. Where is the best place to find you online?
2: Okay, so um, if you're on Facebook, I've got um, a page. I think it's uh, forward slash Chris Hines official. Um, You can search for me on uh, YouTube to search for Chris Hines, H-I-N-E-S, just in case you need to know the spelling. Uh, Also, Instagram, uh, at Chris H-T-F. Also on Twitter, I don't use Twitter that much. Um, And yeah, I think that's it. And if you want to follow the progress of the film uh, on all social media, it's forward slash taking note film. There'll be loads of updates coming. There's going to be a crowdfunder coming probably within the next few months. We're looking for a potential release date uh, late next year, which will be really exciting. But uh, yeah, we'd love for you guys to all, um, you know, just kind of come and follow our journey um, and see what we're doing. And hopefully we can make something that will you know change some people's hearts and minds and make some people vegan and you know help the animals which is the whole reason we're doing this so yeah we really appreciate any support and yeah feel free to drop us a message if anyone wants to chat about anything i guess
0: yeah amazing and if you're someone who's listening to this and you didn't write any of that down you can just go to mikeypod.com uh and there'll be links to all of the the places that chris mentioned and probably more i'm gonna link everything i can find awesome sounds great (laughs) uh so cool thanks so much for joining me no worries thanks for having me
3: junk maybe I'll just get drunk on a- Maybe I'll hit the bars, maybe I'll count the stars until the dawn Maybe I will go on, maybe I'll settle down Maybe I'll just leave town Maybe I'll have some fun, maybe I'll meet some.
0: That was Tracy Thorne, formerly of Everything But The Girl, but maybe you knew that already. That was Hard Candy Christmas, uh, as made popular from, oh my God, I'm just going back. Uh, what was it called? Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, sung by Donna, Sum- Donna Summer. Come on, Dolly Parton. What's wrong with me? You know, it's a chill day. Thanks for joining me on this podcast this week. Thank you, Chris Hines. Uh, thank you, all the people. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and post this thing. If you enjoy this podcast, please do comment, leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever, man. So mellow. I hope you're having a great Christmas. I'll talk to you. Or not Christmas if you don't celebrate Christmas. So just hope, hope everything's just okay. Okay, bye.